This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello, this is Inta again. And Nerf. We're here unlocking episode four of Shadow City from the Magic Tavern Patreon. If you want to support the show and get more Patreon content, visit patreon.com slash magic tavern. Today is also my birthday. So where we are at is that after Crusher started a self-destruct for the, mm-hmm. um, the Cougar Cave, several things happened. The Giggler, you managed to successfully pawn off onto Don Tribbiani. You mm-hmm. convinced him that Don Tribbiani is, is somebody worth uh, attacking. So for now, it seems like both of those problems might be quasi-solved. Sparrow, the uh, boy ward of uh, the cougar, appeared downstairs in the cougar cave and attacked Crusher and uh, hit him with his motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am wearing most of the cougar's suit. I believe so. Yeah. I have the diamond claws still and the smoke bombs, but uh, otherwise it's just a suit. Yes. Um, up the stairs leading from the cougar cave to the uh, to the lounge of the library, rather, Joseph Rogan is choking uh, Ma to death. Ma had the, uh, the, the the boots of the cougar on, but through some uh, some poor rolling, Ma attempted to kick Joe Rogan and uh, the boots came off and Ma is kind of just helpless in this particular moment. P- please, Joseph Rogan is his father. <laughs> uh, call me news radio. Uh, in, the, in the library, punches managed to bite the fingers of a good dozen Joe Roganites. Mm-hmm. And in the panic of all of them 
freaking out about their their missing fingers, uh, had begun to sneak down the uh, the stairwell towards the Bat Cave or towards the Cougar Cave. And just a little bit ahead of him, having just scooted right past Joe Rogan, is the Chuckler, the other remaining sort of uh, laughter-themed supervillain who is uh, on his way downstairs to uh, presumably do some nefarious things. So I'm sorry, this is not the most important detail, but do I remember that the Chuckler is played by John Lovitz? I feel like you should. I feel like there's no reason not to. Jealous? I think we established that as canon. To the Batcave! <laughs> so I think with all these balls in the air, the smartest thing to do might be to make everybody roll initiative. Oh, perfect. Uh, Tommy Punches rolls a three. I also rolled a three. Fifteen plus three. <laughs> Must be <Okay>. nice. <laughs> All right. So that means that Crusher, you are at the top of the initiative. You just got knocked onto your butt by mm-hmm. uh, Sparrow's cool, like purple, like dark, not a dark night, but like a, a bike you would ride at night that is kind of dark and looks dark even in the sunlight because it's all purple and black. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the chuckler coming down the stairs uh, just slightly louder. You hear his giggling over the gasping, dying sounds of your, your partner, Ma. Ah, okay. And I'm doing pretty, I'm pretty low uh, on life as well. I've got like six hit points. And Arnie, you once wrote a song called I'm Pretty Low on Life. I'm the, pretty low on life. In the vein of yeah. Toby Keith, is that right? Can we hear mm-hmm. some of it? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty low on life, but I'm pretty high on bills. <laughs> ah, I should have been meth. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's from his later years when he graduated out of math. (laughs) I like to think that that's actually how the song goes. (laughs) I think I've got a pretty good convincing plea for the Sparrow. Even though it didn't work last time, I'm just going to say, Hey, look, you're going to be able to beat the shit out of me. There's no question. I'm not going to get away from you. I'm sorry I'm wearing the cougar suit. That is disrespectful. But the real problem is the Chuckler is invading the Cougar's inner sanctum. I think that's much worse than anything else that's going on right here. You can beat my ass later. Maybe we should team up to take care of him right now. All right. Why don't you roll Persuasion? I think uh, they recently took a roll on Persuasion, and the adaptation Mm -hmm. apparently isn't all that good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look directly Uh, into the camera and then, like, really truncate a nice Jane Austen line into something (laughs) pithy. You got to marry my sister. (laughs) <laughs> it's a living. I got a 19. <laughs> okay, well, with a 19, you see the sparrow hop off his bike and come towards you, uh, fist raised, ready to punch your, your 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 nose through your skull. But as you say that, as you mention the, the words of the, 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 the chuckler, the villain that once beat him to death with a, I'm going to say umbrella, um, <laughs> until he came back as like a darker version of himself, uh, he hears that chuckling coming down the stairs and he turns and he like looks at you and like does like a slow squinted nod like yeah let's team up to deal with this guy and then he like like puts his fists out in front of him and sort of turns to face uh, the stairwell presumably assuming that you will do the same I squint and I also cool <laughs> Anthony am I able to chime in real quick just to to roll to see if I can figure out what happened to Chris O'Donnell ooh. Yeah, you're going to have to do that disadvantage, though, because nobody actually knows. Okay. Uh, let's see. Roll Arcana. Arcana. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is one of your items CBS, though? Because you there might be some clues Oh, that's there. true. He's probably on a CSI or a, or a, or a okay. JAG or something. So I did roll a four. Okay, so no, there's no way of knowing. Okay. <laughs> we'll always have scent of a woman. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, do you? I feel like you just talked to, to to Sparrow. If you want to take a further action, as you see Chuckler coming down the stairs, I feel like you can. Um, hmm. You could also not. It's okay to just be like, I'm gonna let Sparrow take the first I move. I think and then I'll I'm gonna up. let Sparrow go first because I, yeah, I, I'm not equipped. I'm I'm practically dead, and uh, I've never actually fought a supervillain before. Perfect. Okay, so it is now Sparrow's turn. So without looking at you, goes. You go low, I'll go high. And before waiting, <laughs> without waiting to see if you're going to move or anything, he just sprints forward and like leaps onto uh, the chuckler's shoulders, puts his legs around his neck, tries to do the like the Black Widow like crotch grapple throw, sure. the Hurricane Rana. And um, it, he begins to like pivot himself around uh, the chuckler's neck, but the chuckler grabs him by the feet and stops his momentum. And mm. then he just turns really quickly and slams the sparrow's head into a, a, the door frame of the, of the stairwell. And uh, his body kind of goes limp for a second and he just falls to the ground. And that's his whole turn, unfortunately. Ooh, sickening crunch. I say, you look stupid doing that. That's how I, <laughs> that's how I go low. <laughs> Um, all right, so the Chuckler's turn is next, and he hears you. Uh, he hears oh, you go with your with your classic insult comedy, and mm-hmm. he is going to. I'm going to give him a wisdom saving throw to see if it affects him or not. Mm. Okay, so he he succeeds pretty handily, mm. and he goes now, 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 talking about somebody's lack of physical ability. That's a little bit punching down, wouldn't you say? And he's going to wind up his his fist like a cartoon character about to smack somebody, and he's going to try to hit you in the in the the ding dong as he says punching down. All right, I I'm gonna release my smoke bombs. Okay, so. Let's say you were holding that as a reaction as mm-hmm. uh, as Sparrow ran up there. So he does this. He's about to let loose, and you, when you drop him, you throw him in his face. How do you do it? Uh, I throw them kind of at his feet, mm-hmm. and I just immediately like fall to the ground, like just to, like try try to <laughs> like a fainting as, goat <laughs> as quickly as possible, like get to a different space than where I was a second ago. Great. Okay. So the um. The smoke bomb, they go off, uh, filling the, the area around you with a, with a dense fog. And you can see just for a second, his fist break through the fog and completely whiff the air. He completely misaimed his punch. Thanks to the smoke, he might have hit you otherwise. But uh, he goes, oh, that's no fun. That's no punchline at all. Come on. Where, where are you? And he's trying to, like, part the fog with his hands like it's a curtain. And he is going to roll a search action to see if he can find you. Oh no! Uh, natural twenty. Oh, so he no. goes. He goes. Eeny, meeny, miny. There you are. And he grabs you by the scruff of your neck and picks you up uh, like a mama cat with her kitten, and then turns you around to face him. And he goes, "Well, well, well. Who's this we have here?" He was crawling around on all fours, but his back was just clearly out of the smoke the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. The smoke's really low to the ground. <laughs> What does he look like? Like, do you mind just like, what am I seeing? Yeah. Uh, you know, Bozo the Clown? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Chicago it, institution. Yeah. So turn up the like, the like, pervometer on Bozo by like three ticks. Impossible. And she- <laughs> <laughs> Can't be done. <laughs> and in the, um, the like, the bald part of his head that doesn't have the crazy bowl red cut, it's like mm-hmm. spikes, like pit, kind of pinhead vibe from the, from the top of his head. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. 
Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. It's like mm-hmm. spikes, like kind of pinhead vibe from the, from the top of his head. Does he have any scars or anything on his face? And how did he get them? Oh, yeah. He's got tons of them. The stories he could tell you about those scars. All right, I'm going to add some more because I've got diamond claws and I'm going to just slash him in the face. I do really love the idea of a, of Clive Barker's bozo. <laughs> very appealing to me. Goof razor. Um, <laughs> so he got a natural 20, which means that if you're going to do anything, mm. I feel like it's a disadvantage. So go ahead and roll okay. an attack roll at disadvantage as you try to claw at him. Again, like a kitten pawing at their mom. I can also do it for you, I think. Plus to hit DC, I just clicked it. Let's see what happens. The slowest 3D dice in the history of dice mm-hmm. will now roll across my screen. Oh my god, it was literally it was literally slowing down my computer. That's how resource intensive that dice was. <laughs> All right, so you got a six, so you whiff. Mm. So so it goes. Oh, this kitten's got claws. And then we're gonna cut to uh, it is Joe Rogan's turn now. Shit, and he is going to roll. If he gets a uh, a 15 or above. He is going to snap your neck, anything lower, and he is one turn away from snapping your neck. Okay. Hmm. He got an eight. So you feel your trachea get just a little bit tighter as he compresses it with his with his thumb. Um, and he's probably saying some stuff about, like, how mushrooms can cure cancer or some, some <laughs> n- nonsense that you're not fully paying attention to because you're too busy focusing on the fact that if nothing is done by the time his turn rolls around again, you will be dead. And then he has an ad for, like, uh, a sports betting site that's only takes crypto. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Uh, Punches, it is your turn. And uh, last we saw Punches, he was descending the stairs from the main house. Is that right? Down Back down into the cave? Correct. Confidently walking away, still chewing the fingers of the screaming Roganites behind him in the library. So I'm going to take, it seems like the pressing issue is uh, Ma O'Brien's throat. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> not a phrase I ever thought I'd say. So I think Tommy punches, makes it to the bottom of the stairs, and we see, if it's permissible, Anthony, I think we see a bit of a flashback. And we go to when uh, W. Crusher was in jail for the bullshit that he pulled in episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see 
um, Tommy punches the plume in his lab. It's canonical already that he loves pickleball and he always has a pickleball set on him. And we see him sort of playing pickleball and he has this light bulb that goes off. And he's in the lab and he makes himself uh, a nickel ball and he makes himself a fickle ball and he makes himself a Travis Bickle ball and a pickle rickle ball. And he keeps going through all these iterations until finally he comes up with something he calls the tickle ball. Now, it's never been um, tested in combat, but uh, at this moment... It has been tested in the bedroom. <laughs> it has been tested in the bedroom. And 9 out of 10 women love it. <laughs> and so he takes out this prototype tickleball, and he's going to attempt to hit it with his pickleball paddle uh, to hit Joe Rogan to tickle him enough to where he would let go of Ma O'Brien. I love that. Give me a range attack roll. I'll also note that when we started doing this series, I thought you just made up pickleball as like a funny improv thing. I didn't realize it was it was an actual thing. It is sweeping the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's the number one new sport from for people between the ages of fifty five and eighty. Um, <laughs> big range. Go ahead and just roll a d twenty and then add a, a, a four to it. Uh, so that's an eight plus four is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, cool. So wait, what? Uh, that's a twelve, guys. <laughs> eight plus four. Matt, give it to me. (laughs) He's trying to save you, man. I'm trying to save your trachea. Uh, You are going to put out on the internet that you can't add two fucking numbers together, and I'm trying to save your ass. I already put out on the internet, my dude. (laughs) Tickle ball. So the tickle ball screams through the air towards the perfectly hairless, orboid head of Joseph Rogan, and just as it's about to hit him right in the neck, right in his roided-out neck, his hand shoots up and away from uh, from Ma's uh, neck and grabs it out of the air and crushes it in his hand into a fine powder, and he, like, very slowly turns and looks at you, and he goes, oh, you you want a little of the Joe Rogan experience, too? <laughs> I imagine that he, with his uh, glistening bald head, that his eyes and face and everything are in the front, and then it kind of sucks into a skull, and then they come out the back of his head. Like yeah. That. <laughs> like it's I- like how the T-1000 doesn't turn around that one time. He just puts all his features on the opposite side of his body. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what he does. So, it, it, like, you go from, from Ma, your experience is that he's looking directly at you, to suddenly, he, like, his the flesh of his face and body morph, and he's like holding his arm behind him now facing away from you and looking at punches perfect so i believe that is ma's turn now unless you wanted to use your movement to put yourself anywhere special punches uh yeah i think i would run as close to joe rogan as possible to set up for the next turn man great great so you sprint to within uh, arm's reach of him it is now your turn ma if he decides to re- resume his choking of you you will die um but in this yeah. moment you have at least something to do because he's only got one arm on you instead of two I am pretty badly beat up, though. Although we didn't really keep track of any hit points there, so I assume I'm, like, at one or something. Let's let's go with that, sure. Yeah, so I'm in a pretty desperate state. My Both my legs are broken. Uh, I, I'm not sure how I can help here, other than to obviously attempt once again to use my prayer beads <laughs> in the hopes that Jesus Christ will appear uh, and save us all. All right. Uh, just as a reminder for people from the first episode, I, I came up with this item, and this is exactly what I sent to Anthony originally. I think I'm probably Catholic, so if I pray, I think there should be a one in Gugaplex chance that Jesus shows up and fights my enemies and whisk, or whisks us away or some other actual miracle. Uh, but I think we settled on rolling a D100, correct? Yes, I think D100 is a more reasonable uh, chance. I mean, it should be unreasonable, but I'll, I'll roll the D100 and see what we get. I'm excited that we're about to have the verisimilitude of someone praying to save them on their deathbed and then it not working. <laughs> <laughs> I got an 18. 
Oh, that's the secret Jesus number. So yeah, he shows up. Yeah. Nope. Uh, oh, man. Turns out God's not real. Uh, <laughs> but your broken legs are. Uh, I'll say that's a free action. <laughs> Pray to them. Pray to your Pray broken fucking legs, dude. It's a free action. Great. Uh, it's a free perfect. action. I'm, I'm going to say you can still do something else if you'd like to. If you want to, you know, swat at his arms. Or... Is the secret of this that there that there is no number? Because that that's perfect. Oh, that'd be a good move. <laughs> yeah, no. I was going to say if you hit 100, that that would be the number. Uh, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 169. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 69, he just comes in and blows you. He doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> and says reciprocation. <laughs> I do think, Matt, you fucked up. You should have had some sort of like whistle or lute where if you played a secret chord, you would please the Lord. You'd please him. Would you wouldn't show up to help you. He would just yeah. be pleased. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think I just have to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Oh, that's mm. great. Yeah. So I guess, what does that do for me? A 1d8 plus 5. That's a lot for somebody at your level. Yeah. I, well, I basically can't do shit else anything. That's fine. So nine, which gets me back up to 11. Great. All right. I'm sort of healed. My yeah. my throat's feeling my throat's feeling better. Oh, yeah. this is nice. <laughs> Harvey Firestein? <laughs> I got to call my lawyer. Um, <laughs> what is it that you look into yourself and feel or what, you know, what ointment or drug do you use on yourself that gives you the strength to realize like, oh, you know, this hurts a lot and this is not a permanent solution, but like I could maybe get to my feet or I, I can at the very least breathe a little when easier. When my, my throat is crushed, I open a, a ball jar of minestrone and I just like <laughs> chug the whole thing down. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. The strony to the rescue. All right. We are back up to Crusher. Uh very similar to Ma, the chuckler is holding you dangling, and uh, you see as he produces a big, shiny knife, um, mm. and he slowly begins to move it towards your throat. So what are you going to do on your turn? I'm going to do two things, uh, if if I may. One of them is just talking. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, hey, whoa, 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 look, obviously you could kick my ass, you could kill me, no problem. <laughs> but that's not your biggest problem right now. Right now, Joe Rogan is gathering uh, the Cougars' uh, boots. He's already got the boots. And also, he's teaming up with uh, Don Tribbiani and the Giggler. (laughs) You're going to need all the help you can get. We got to team up, man. I'm going to team up with you, and we'll go after them together. I love that every time Artie takes a turn, he's like partnering up with someone who's about to kill him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's his secret weapon is uh, teamwork. Well, well, well what if we were friends? What if I we skip to the alive. sequel in this Fast and Furious? Yeah, he's got the most HP out of anybody right now. So why don't you roll uh, Persuasion? Or Deception. I feel like this is actually Deception. Yeah, I'm going to do Deception because I'm slightly better at that. Great. I got a 17 plus 4. Wow. Okay. Ooh, a 26. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so he goes, oh, you're right. You're just some You're just some nerd cosplaying as my arch enemy. I should be far more. Actually, you know what? With the cougar dead, that means that the sparrow is the new cougar, and I've always wanted to kill the cougar, so that means I still can. Look at you. Oh, you're my new sidekick. What's your name going to be? Your name should be... Do I get a say in 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 this? I'm taking notes. Go ahead. While we're sort of brainstorming this, my other action is I'm going to use sleight of hand to just kind of see if I can pull any kind of thing out of his pockets. Oh, sure. Okay. Give me a roll. I got a 10 plus 5, 15. Uh, you see a little handkerchief out of, out of his, his, his uh, jacket sleeve. And as you uh, subtly yank on it, you see that it's actually uh, a, a razor sharp uh, garrote, like piano wire. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just kind of keep that, though. I, uh, sure. Because, honestly, everyone I've teamed up with so far has just ended up immediately dying. So I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, time's up. I think your nickname, your your cool nickname is Chuckler Jr. And he's going to go, Chuckler Jr., make yourself a ball. And he turns and he hurls you as hard as he can at uh, Sparrow. Okay. And I say, let's do this, Papa. <laughs> You've got it, son. You've got it. Okay, so he rolls on 19. So you hit Sparrow pretty uh, pretty fucking hard, and uh, you take a d4 of damage. Ooh. Sparrow's going to take a d6 of damage. He takes five. He's not looking good. And you've pinned him to the ground. Um, he'd just begun to, get, to sort of shake some sense back into his head, but now you're pinning him. So it is his turn now. He is going uh, to... Oh, sure. Go ahead. By the way, I took four damage, so I'm down to two. Great. Well, I wouldn't say that's great, Anthony. I'd say it's delightful <laughs> for the and drama. While, while, I, while, while I'm bashing into the sparrow's body, I'm mm-hmm. going to whisper to him, oh, we're still together, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this. Is- he goes, so he grunts you, I know, friend of friends. I know you're my partner till the end. All right. You must have the most trusting eyes in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Sparrow is going to spend his turn uh, getting to his feet and shoving you off of him, and he's going to put his hands out in front of him and uh, sort of do a come hither, let's go kind of a finger tutting thing at, at uh, the chuckler. And the two of them are going to run straight at each other. It's the chuckler's turn now, and the chuckler is going to go, This is how you do it, and try to do the exact same very sexual black widow legs around your head, like uh, tuck and rolly thingy. And he is going to also get it too. So he. His legs freeze up there, and the sparrow just, like, bites him directly in the crotch as hard as he can. And the chuckler just starts going, he's laughing and crying and in a ton of pain, and he's just flailing around, and, and, and Sparrow's trying to hold him onto his shoulders. And the two of them seem like they are uh, they are pretty well distracted by one another. They are Under there, my there. breath, I'm like, is this how this usually goes? <laughs> in my heart of hearts, uh, the chuckler, when he said this is how you do it, he definitely said it in the Montel Jordan case. <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> so it is Joe Rogan's turn now. Uh, Joe Rogan is going to let go of Ma uh, as he feels Ma sort of stand up behind him. And he is going to, with punches running straight at him, he is just going to uh, bend over forward so that the top of his bald head is facing punches as punches runs at him. But then as punches continues to run up, you see that the, his his head begins to turn into a fist and his entire body reshapes so that's his, like, out, his outstretched arm and the fist is there. Yes, please. Uh, so he's going to try to punch you. And ooh, Do both of his hands turn into Joe Rogan heads? Yeah, yeah, no, he's just one big fist with two small Joe Rogan heads on the end of his arms. Um, punches uh, a headbutt? Yep. So he uh, hits a 19, which I assume beats your AC. Oh, yeah. So go ahead and take six damage. Got it. All right. He gets you right in the solar plexus. Uh, It doesn't feel great. And um, he is basically blocking the way. Uh, You're going to have to... You know, knock him down, climb over him, or do something to get past him if you do indeed want to get past him. But that was his turn, uh, was going into, into J-Row fist mode, and now it is Punch's turn. So Tommy Punches stands up and he kind of dusts himself off, even though there's no uh, additional dust uh, on his clothing. Uh, and he looks Joe Rogan straight in the eyes, and he kind of cracks his neck, and he goes, I came here to do two things. Chew bubblegum and kick ass. And then he reaches into his back pocket and pulls out some dentine ice. 
and starts to chew it. Um, and there's kind of an awkward silence, an awkward moment mm-hmm. where I'm sure Joe Rogan probably doesn't know what to do. And Tommy Punches is kind of just stalling for time. And in the background, you hear the computer go, two minutes to detonation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as uh, Tommy is chewing gum, which is what he always does to help him think, that's how he came up with the tickle ball. He suddenly remembers an item he has stashed in his boot. So he reaches down to his ankle and pulls out... I, an item I don't think I've used yet, which is called the nice knife. Yeah, I don't think you have. So the nice knife is a small pocket knife that causes a person to be temporarily nicer to you when you stab them with it. The way I envisioned it is maybe rolling like a D10, mm-hmm. and it's and the person you stab is that percentage nicer to you. Okay, I love that. That's great. Uh, so I attempt to stab Joe Rogan with a nice knife. Okay, go ahead and give me a D20 roll. As an 18. Great. Yeah, that knife goes wherever you want it to. Is his head still a fist? Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna But his fists are also heads. Ooh. Uh but fists are smaller. So I'm gonna aim for his neck, his fat fucking squat Sequoia esque neck. (laughs) Uh so I'll roll a D ten to see what percentage nicer he is. That's a nine, so he's ninety percent nicer. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're saying we're also we're also multiplying it by ten. I don't recall you saying that before you stabbed the guy. Well, that's a ten percent. Come on, give it to me. <laughs> I will say, I'll say that he's nine percent nicer. All right, I'll but take that. It. But that that manifests in him being like, bro, I didn't know you'd be strong enough to break. Not a lot of people can break through this skin. You realize? You know what I do to the skin every day? The fucking the supplements I take and shit. This shit should be like an iron hide. I should be like the rhino from the Amazing Spider-Man Two, Paul Giamatti status, bro. <laughs> and he is impressed by the fact that you managed to penetrate his hide. And he like crosses his arms and looks. He go looks at you and he goes, "What uh, what supplements you on? What are you lifting?" Oh yeah, I take uh, uh, antler velvet. Um, and uh, I do CrossFit. Also, I didn't know I was talking and fighting with a fellow Giamatti head, Cinderella Man. One of the greatest cinematic masterpieces of all time. Oh, the part is when it's in slow motion and he's punching the air and stuff. I felt like I was right there punching the air with him. Oh, yeah. And sideways. I, I Since sideways, I've never drank a glass of fucking Merlot in my life. Oh, I would never. I would never sully these lips. I would lips. never. I would I'm, never. I'm going to roll a dice for him to continue this. Okay, he got a two. So whatever the next Paul Giamatti movie that you like, he hates it. Uh, what about <laughs> Agent Cody Banks? Fuck you, Agent Cody. He's not in that one. He's in Big Fat Lie, you piece of shit. Oh, no. You dumb motherfucker. This guy's not a real Giamatti head. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm twice as bad now. I'm now 18% madder than I was before. And oh, no. your shit. Oh, so he's no. going to reach for you. So it's uh, it's not his turn yet, but he's he's basically going to reach for you and try to grapple your fucking head and like gouge your eyes out with his thumbs. Gotcha. Ma, it is your turn. Uh, am I ambulatory in any possible way now? Yes. Yes. Can I get to where Crusher is? Yeah, uh, you just have to, you know, get down the stairs. It'll be a little slow going, but that minestrone or whatever you ate has probably got you the the, uh, the pep in your step you need to get down there. Oh, it feels so good to have a little minestrone, just a little pick-me-up. <laughs> I got to crush her. Here, I have to touch him. I have to get close enough to touch him. I, it was like a little 8-ounce jar that I drank, but I take out a 16-ounce jar and I hand it to uh, Crusher for him to drink this up. Drink this up. You got to drink it up. Uh, right? All right, Thanks. And that gets him 16 healed. Wow. Truly a maw to the very end. Yeah. yeah. You look hungry. Eat up, eat up, eat up. You know, yeah, and I'm like, hey what, are you, what, hey, what have you been up to? Up there. <laughs> I'm going to die. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so Crusher with 60 new shiny hit points. Uh, mm-hmm. It is your turn again. All right. So, uh, shit. Matt, what do you think? Uh, should we together just try to figure out this car? I mean, we do need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Or should I be like going to try to save punches? Why, why are you asking her? Can we see <laughs> Can we see him from where we're at? Like yeah, how far you're both are at the bottom punches. of the staircase. You both right. are at the bottom of the staircase, which means you can look up and you can see uh, Joe Rogan's form sort of moving in his hands, moving in to strangle or or crush the face of uh, of punches. So you can see it's all about to happen up there. He's kind of in the doorway and the way coming down, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah and okay. you're also standing at the doorway to the exit down into the cougar cave. So you can also see there's the supercomputer, which Sparrow and the Chuckler are currently fighting next to. And then beyond that is the dais with the cougar mobile. Uh, and you know from how the dais lowered, showing the, the, the Sparrow and his bike, that that dais, if properly activated, leads out of the mansion and onto the surface. Okay. Or you could try to go back up the stairs and leave the way you came in on your feet. Uh, uh, all right. Here's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to start running up the stairs. Running running up that hill. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to make a deal with God. We tried that. Didn't work. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to, like, I'm talking to Joe Rogan. I'm pretending like I'm not talking to him specifically. Like that kind of like walking out of a room like, whoa, the crazy stuff going on in there. Sure. I'm like a extra in a movie setting up a foreshadowed little yeah. fact later on kind of vibe. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. I can't believe uh, that the Chuckler is definitely going to kill the Sparrow down there. Uh, he's going to get a lot of glory out of that. Uh, he's about like a punch or two away from really uh, being the most important villain in all of Shadow City. Okay. Why don't you roll Persuasion again? Okay. This is all horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to lie, right? Yeah, I of course. Yeah, Crusher's no, main, it's amazing. It's Crusher's amazing. main skill set seems to be mental terrorism. Yeah, <laughs> it's I guess true. it's Deception, not Persuasion, yeah. So roll, roll Deception. Okay, yeah, my, yeah, okay. Okay, good. I got 16 plus 4, 20. Wow. Okay. Incredible. I've never seen a better rags to riches D and D story than <laughs> than your first scene to this scene. Here's the thing: I should have realized I should just talk to people and not actively do anything. Every time I've, every time I've tried to fight or something, it's gone yeah. really badly. Yeah. So yeah, you say all that stuff, and Rogan, who has now grabbed punches, hasn't started you know putting the hurt on him yet, but has him in both hands, uh, turns around and goes, "What?" He's, I'm the most important. Hold on, hold on. What the fuck? And then he like still holding punches in his hand in his hands ahead of him. Punches dangling, his legs dangling mm. above the the ground with his skull in uh, the the meaty palms of Joe Rogan. Uh, rushes down the stairs uh, with a wide uh, uh, stance, uh, going wait wait for me, wait for me. And so he is going to rush down the stairs towards you, and. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? 
Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And so he is going to rush down the stairs towards you. And I think, yeah, on his turn, he will shove his way past uh, you and Ma. And he sees, it is now Sparrow's turn, he sees Barrow continuing to bite into the chuckler's blood sh- blood and confetti and little jack-in-the-box, like, like a little, like the snakes from the peanut jars are like all flying out of the hole in his pants. And Sparrow is going to basically try to do like a sit-up powerbomb and just like slam him down onto the, onto the ground as hard as he can. I love all these like uh, ultimate dragon moves. Yeah. I also like to imagine the chuckler like every day stuffs all the stuff in his pants and he's just like, <laughs> just in case. if somebody bites my dick, this is going to really pay off. <laughs> if I have to endure that kind of surprise, they're going to get quite a surprise as well. Uh, so Sparrow got a natural 20. Mm. So he, so what he, he fucking does, he does the full razor's edge. He like stops biting his dick, like puts, on, puts him onto his back in a crucifix pose and then slams the chuckler down as hard as he can. The chuckler's head hits the ground at just the wrong angle and at just the wrong amount of force and his neck just snaps so hard and it echoes through the, uh, the cougar cave. And... Oh. A little like what seems to be a pre-recorded message uh, from his bow tie uh, can be heard <laughs> all tinny out of a little speaker, and he goes, "Looks like you got the last laugh." <laughs> and then a, a ticking noise begins on the chuckler's body. Uh, now it is the chuckler's turn. Chuckler's dead. So the computer says one minute to destruction, and chuckler's body says thirteen seconds to destruction. <laughs> And uh, Joe Rogan sees that Sparrow just killed the Chuckler, which makes Joe Rogan the biggest villain in Shadow City. Uh, so I'm going to have him roll to decide whether he cares about avenging the Chuckler and killing the Sparrow or if he's just going to bounce. He got a natural one. So he's going to go, Joe Rogan! And he's going to put his head down and charge Sparrow as hard as he can. And So where's Rogan. Punches in all this? Is he still... Punches is still in the hands of Joe Rogan. He's going to lower his head and like charge at Sparrow. And now Punches is... Uh, he's like palmed Punches head like a basketball and uh, has him uh, in one hand to his side. And so Punches' uh, legs are dragging along the ground as Joe Rogan leans over uh, and bum rushes Sparrow and hits him in the stomach with his shoulder. Sparrow does the thing where he like slams him on the back like fucking Captain Kirk fighting the Gorn. And they're enmeshed in a like not very good punch him, drag out fight while Punches is still in the iron vice grip of Joe Rogan. Punches, it is now your turn. Okay, guys, so the cave's going to explode in one minute, and the chuckler's going to explode in 13 seconds. So 60 minus, 60 minus 10, we have 50 seconds to get out. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. Uh, since my tickle ball didn't work, I'm going to go manual, uh, and I'm going to use my, my own little mitts, my own huge hands, to try and tickle Joe Rogan uh, manually as he's uh, grasping the top of my head. Go ahead, roll sleight of hand. Or an attack, or whatever you would like to roll. Ooh, love to see that. That's a that's a three. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you try uh, to tickle him, but the as he said before, his skin is so hard uh, and so uh, 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 much like Paul Giamatti's that he cannot feel 
the 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 tender loving touch of your of your phalanges hitting his hitting his skin. Unfortunately, great. So Anthony, I'm going to use uh, a special ability. I think I have. So looking on my character sheet, um, I think I have something called uh, coming to terms. <laughs> um, where I roll to just close my eyes and uh, be at peace, <laughs> be at peace with death. <laughs> I, there's uh, no need to roll for it. Yeah, no, I think you just automatically <laughs> su- succeed in that one. You think about all the, the good times you've had. Yeah. Um, all right, Ma, it is your turn. By the time it goes to the Chuckler's turn again, Chuckler will explode. So it's Ma, then Crusher, then Sparrow. And after that, the Chuckler is going to explode. So Ma, it is your turn right now. Oh, man. Okay, uh, here's what I'm going to do. Am I within 30 feet of punches? Yes. I am going to cast Bless, level 2 Bless, which means whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. So hopefully there's some kind of saving throw (laughs) out out of this explosion. So... I cast bless on on uh, on punches. Great, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so punches, you are blessed. If the time comes to making saving making saving throw, which there will be one when uh, the chuckler explodes, you will be able to add a d10 to it. And what that looks like is I go, oh punches, my boy, I love you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah, and that, that sound is over what Punches was doing, which was coming to terms with his own death, but he remembers that he has a ma who loves him very much. Yeah. Crusher, it is your turn. All right. Um, I do love the idea. You, you never see it in, like, the Marvel movies where it's, like, as uh, Iron Man is dying from Thanos or something that Spider-Man's like, love you, <laughs> while swinging away. <laughs> You're like a father to me. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. L- Lilas. <laughs> so is it, fair, sweet. is it fair to say that if I can just get Joe Rogan to let go of punches... If you could make Joe Rogan let go, Trump would have never gotten president. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> to answer your question, though, uh, yes. If Joe Rogan let go of punches, punches would be able to ambulate on his own accord. Okay. Uh, I have a Honda Accord. <laughs> I'm going to throw the glave. Oh. The prop from Your Crawl. prized possession. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw say it. it. Like, say it like Jerry Lee. And hopefully, like, but I'm not going to, th- I'm going to throw <laughs> it, like, in front of Joe Rogan, like, intentionally clattering to the ground loudly so he can see it. The glaive. <laughs> and Thank you. Because it's been clearly established that Joe Rogan, big movie fan. Yeah. And I'm going to say, oh, wait, hold on. Is that an authentic prop from the movie Crawl? <laughs> All right, so you're gonna have to make two rolls: one to make the one to get it in front of Joe's field of view, and then mm-hmm. a, a persuasion to make him care about it. And I imagine uh, Joe Rogan is wearing a T-shirt that says "Giamatti by Nature," sort of a play on "Naughty by Nature." <laughs> <laughs> it says "My," it says "Mind over Giamatti." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Eleven plus four—that's a fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, that's exactly what you needed. So the glaive clatters to the ground perfectly in front between Sparrow and uh, and Joe Rogan, and he's looking down, and it just suddenly enters his field of view. And he stutter steps for a second. And then my persuasion, however, is just a five. Just a five. Oh, okay. So he sees the glaive. What do you say? Just a five. That's Timothy Oliphant, <laughs> I want to say. I say, hey, isn't that the glaive? And it's clearly not convincing. Yeah. And he goes, I don't watch nerd shit and just continues to. uh, (laughs) And I say, 
I say, I think it was also used in uh, Shoot 'em Up. Paul Giamatti. I'm, 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 I'm guessing. I'm roll, guessing roll that that would be with disadvantage. that would be Joe Rogan's favorite oh, Paul God, Giamatti movie. The part where he touches that girl's tip when she's dead. Oh, what a good joke! What a fun, normal, cool joke. <laughs> oh no, is this a real movie? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. For- it was almost a good movie, and then everything about the movie was bad. Mm. <laughs> Shoot him this, up. This close. Shoot him up. I they just never... changed all of the things they did along the whole way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, 14 plus 4 got an 18. Okay, Deception so I said, is shit. my thing. I said disadvantage, so you got to roll oh, again and take the worst of the two. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. so I'll do that again. And I got a 22, so that Jesus. 18 stands. God damn. Okay, so he stops right where he is. His his it, it, The surprise that someone would invoke... Clive Owen's worst movie, which is saying something, uh, <laughs> makes his hands go limp as he stands up straight and he goes, did somebody say shoot him up? And he turns around and looks at you tr- dead in the eye and gives you the Rogan stare and you are now transfixed uh, by Joseph Rogan. Uh, but he has let go of punches just in time for Sparrow's turn. So Sparrow takes advantage of the fact that Joseph Rogan is facing away from him and jumps onto his back and he's going to try to push Joe Rogan onto uh, the Chuckler's body mm. with 17. Okay, so with a 17, he successfully like leaps off. He does like a wall jump off of Joe Rogan's back and sort of does a backflip. And the like force of his like feet hitting his back causes Joe Rogan to go, whoa, whoa. And he stumbles forward and lands directly on top of the Chuckler um, just in time for the little tinny voice in the Chuckler's bow tie to go, three, two, one. And he explodes, and Joe Rogan detonates in a flash of meat, fire, testosterone, and uh, <laughs> cryptocurrency. Um, like that cookbook and protein powder. <laughs> and uh, meat. It's like it's like you know when they tried to blow up that whale, that beached whale. Um, there oh, are yeah. chunks of Joe Rogan hitting <laughs> yeah. the ceiling of the of the cougar cave. And uh, oh. they, they, every every one of you gets a little bit of Joe on you, just as oh. we all have gotten a little bit. Of, we're all a little bit responsible for Joseph Rogan. Ambergris everywhere. It's like the little uh, uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in the latest Ghostbusters movie. There's just a bunch of little Joes. Yeah, yeah all you've all done is multiply oh, him no. into a bunch of small, like, Army of Darkness Joe Rogans. <laughs> <laughs> anti-vax, anti-vax. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Joe Rogan is is dead, and it is now punches. It is, it is your turn once again. Uh Everyone is dead except for Sparrow, who is looking at the three of you down here. All of you are covered in gunk. Mm. 40 seconds left until detonation of entire Cougar Cave and also the house. And I think Tommy punches the plume. I think at this point he truly has come to terms and is at peace with uh, his own mortality. So I think even though he's free from the grasps of Joe Rogan, his eyes are glazed over like a great white shark. I think he is in his own transcendental meditation and probably his mantra that he keeps repeating is my friends will never leave me my friends will never leave me my friends will never leave me so i think he is completely unable to to sort of reclaim his autonomy oh okay uh in that case ma, uh, we gotta leave him it is your turn ma punches get in the car <laughs> and he snaps out of it and runs over <laughs> <laughs> all right so punches and ma and crusher yeah, we just run for the car. Yeah, right? yeah, you just run for the cougar, cougar mobile as Sparrow uh, pursues you. Uh, hot, he's hot on your heels. Uh, you, you got an extra second ahead of him because he was too busy dealing with the fact that he, who never kills, just murdered effectively two people. 
but uh, you all run into the car door. Or you run. You run into the car. Oh. <laughs> you run into the car and slam the door shut behind you. Uh, and he begins to pound on the uh, the window of the the car door as the timer. So we're we're out of initiative now. Um, mm. The the door is auto lock. He's pounding on the outside of the door. It's uh, it's a little bit soundproof, so you can barely hear him. You can see his mouth. He's like, he's trying to get you to open the door I, or roll down the window. I, I try to gesture like, "Don't worry, I'll get these two." How would you, how would describe those hand gestures? <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I, I give him thumbs up. Okay, and like a point me. So he thinks you're mocking him. No, and then like a me and you, buddy, like sort of smiling. <laughs> the, the finger like, back and forth. Me and yeah, you, yeah. and then like sure, sure. fake like. Wave my fist at those other Could two, not be like going oh, worse or you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna make you roll for that. He definitely does not believe that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the timer uh, counts down uh, 20 seconds. You're in the car. It's not moving. The dais hasn't started moving. There's just a bunch of buttons in here. You don't really know what they do. Oh shit! What are you gonna do? You have 20 seconds before the, the cave explodes. Is there a dais button? You can roll Arcana or uh, Investigation to see if you can find the right button. Hmm, some kind of deus machina? Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, seven. Not great. Seven, uh, yeah. You turn on the, uh, ironically, the satellite radio, and you hear Joseph Rogan's last uh, recorded show that he did, which was about uh, always wearing bomb-proof vests. It turns out he didn't practice what he preached. Fifteen <laughs> uh, seconds until Shit, day. somebody else do something. I'm just going to hit a button. All right. Uh, roll investigate. You're just gonna hit a completely random button. If you want to hit a random button, just roll a d20. All right, I'm going to hit a completely random button. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> so the car goes self-destruct initiated in five seconds. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, and I think I think uh, Tommy punches is kind of he's in the back seat and he's still a little out of it and he's he can't quite sit comfortably. Uh, and he reaches down into his pants and he pulls out the cougar doll that he had stolen from the uh, toy store from across the bank. Mm-hmm. And just for uh, S's and G's, he presses the talk button on the back of the doll. Great. So the cougar doll goes, I'm never going to die. And the car goes, Voice print identified. Turning on all the signs that tell you what the buttons are. <laughs> and uh, all the lights come on in the uh, along the dash and all the different buttons have different labels associated with them now. And it says, uh, Detonating at five. And uh, you have one, you know, you have three seconds for it to, to press a button to, to do something. I rolled investigation again and got an 18. Perfect. What kind of button are you looking for? I am looking for the exit or cave exit button, whatever I think that looks like. Sure. So so you press what looks uh, the first button you see that says exit on it. Um, but the uh, the icon on it is a little bit confusing. You think it looks like a cave, but as you press it, you realize it's the ejector seats. Shit. And the, uh, <laughs> the ejector, the, 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 the dome of the car opens, the ejector seats shoot upward and uh, towards the, the ceiling of the cave, uh, which is unfortunately still closed. Basically, the dashboard came with you, like all the chairs in the dashboard came out at the same time, and you were hurtling towards <laughs> the ceiling. So thankfully, you're not going to explode from the, 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 the cougar mobile exploding, uh, and you see as it does behind you, and Sparrow, it like does a cool like jump dive away from it as it explodes um and uh yeah you have one more action before all three of you are turned into paste uh at the uh the big metal lip of the of the cave exit and there's still buttons you can try to press actually with your 18 investigation i'll tell you the different punch buttons you can press great one of them says laser one of them says cushion one of them says sky and one of them says vibes 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 Sky. 
All right. You press the sky button, and uh, the door covering the cave opens up and reveals the night sky. I was hoping it was a guy as doll soundtrack was going to play, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, and you uh, you sail into sail. the into the polluted uh, night air, midnight air of Shadow City as uh, beneath you uh, you hear Sparrow shouting angrily. He goes, "I'll get you for this! What you didn't have a gang name, but you three assholes specifically, I'll get you!" And uh, I yell, "Save me, Sparrow!" Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. Yeah. I'll avenge Sa- you. <laughs> Save me, Papa! I still believe you. I'm still on your side somehow. And the um. The cave beneath you, you hear an explosion rock the cave, and then another, and another, and another, and eventually a firewall plume uh, explodes out from the uh, cave exit that you just jettisoned out of, uh, and then uh, the philanthropy manor uh, also explodes, the the, the, the the windows shatter outward, and uh, uh, as the parachutes open on your, on your uh, seats and you sort of slowly drift to the ground, you see uh, Bob Robinkirk uh, circle back around in your jalopy, uh, and he gets out and sort of puts his arm on the uh, on the roof of the car and then just watches you all <laughs> float down. And, uh, yeah, as you land, he goes, whoa. So did we, are we rich? Did we get paid? What happened, guys? And Tommy uh, kind of shakes out his pants legs and all the silverware that he stole from the manor kind of fall out. <laughs> Great. So he goes, uh, okay, I, I, I think, I think we, I, you know what? I think I know a guy in... Getropolis, who can fence that for us. Hmm. Why don't we go for a ride? He opens the car door, and uh, one of you, uh, your phone rings, and you can see that it is from Don Tribbiani. Uh, hello, Don? <laughs> do, you, do you have Prince Albert in a can? Uh, is this Don Tribbiani? Yes, it's me, Donald Tri- Tribbiani. That's me. It doesn't sound like you. It's me, Ma. Oh, hi, Ma. Can you put on Crusher for me? Sure, sure. Hold on. Uh, hey, buddy. What's going on? How you doing? Hi. You remember how you told me that Don Tribbiani was the one who killed the cougar and he had a bunch of reasons that I should go and murder him? Remember that? Uh, I think I said that Don Tribbiani is the cougar. Oh, that's what, that is what you said. I forgot. It's been so long. I've it's all right, all man. Evening. It's been a long night for everybody. It has, even though I left, I think, canonically about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I, uh, I just wanted to say thank you because I know you lied to me. I murdered him and his whole family and searched his whole estate, and I didn't find a single piece of cougar memorabilia. So just so you know, I'm going to spend the rest of my days and potentially any sequel campaigns trying to find a way to hunt you down and murder you. What's he saying? Put it on speaker. Uh, it's nothing. Uh, yeah, okay, you're going to find me. Don't forget, like, I answered the phone the first time. My name is Ma. <laughs> what are you talking about? We don't sound Nothing. anything alike. <laughs> a little bit. Cool. So he, he says, toodaloo, and he hangs up. And uh, the group of you with a couple armfuls of silverware, a couple of murders on your conscience, and still wielding all of the cougar's equipment, mm-hmm. get back in the car, now debt-free, uh, although with a uh, pretty significant price in your head from the giggler, and you drive towards Getropolis, and uh, hopefully, while you're there, you don't run afoul of the city, that city's uh, premier vigilante. Cool guy, really good guy. <laughs> and Tommy, <laughs> as we're riding, and I assume the windows are down, uh, Tommy says, 
You know, uh, the Sparrow was right. We don't have a name for our gang. He called us three assholes. It has a ring to it. Yeah, I, I suppose it does, sort of. But, you know, uh, what do we really want to do with our lives? We're going to a new city, and we've got all this stuff. And their, their best superhero is Cool Guy. What if one of you guys became the cougar? The new cougar. And we helped you out. We turned over a new leaf. Or we could use it as an advantage to sucker people. I heard the people in this town are real suckers, and it's they're, they're not ready. Uh, the easy to con, right? Well, I think we can all agree our strength is agreeing with each other. And Tommy feels a tickle behind his ear, like some sort of mosquito or maybe a wasp or something, and he kind of uh, flicks behind his ear um, at a little whatever's back there, and it flies out the window, and a tiny Joe Rogan hits, <laughs> no! hits the, <laughs> hits the streets you. and liquefies into a puddle and falls down into the dream. And then, like, the T-1000 just reforms itself and starts slowly walking <laughs> to follow your car. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think that's that's probably it, other than uh, potentially uh, Robin Kirk saying, like, well, you're three assholes, but there's four of us. And yeah. I, I, think, I don't think we're assholes. I think we're pretty fantastic. Hey, wait a minute. I look at him, and I, I point at him and myself. I give him the thumbs up, and then I sort of shake my fist <laughs> at the other two. The gesticulators, that's our name. <laughs> the hand and, boys. Yes. <laughs> the hand boys. And the fourth asshole is always silent. <laughs> Yay! This was awesome. Anthony, thank you so much for doing yeah. this. Thank you for inviting me to do it. It was, a, it was truly a pleasure. This has been a really great experience, and I, I want to dissect it very quickly and very briefly here. Go for it. And just say, like, from listening to Dungeons & Daddies a lot, I have a new appreciation for how creative everyone is coming into that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's easy for me to improvise and, and do things when we're kind of, like, not trying to play a game, but, like, even seeing the way Adel kind of, like, invents things on the fly and, like, incorporates them into the game. Like, I want to come back and do that and, like, be like, oh, I can push the boundaries a little bit and I can come up with more far out stuff. And, like, yeah, that was cool. That was a really cool uh, way to think about the game as, like, a structure that you can push the limits of it a little mm-hmm. bit more. So that was yeah. really fun. It's interesting because I, I as, as somebody who listens to Magic Tavern and was on and did not a great job, my you whole did thing a great was like job, not having, job. like, the structure and the numbers and the dice rolling and stuff, like, those gates make it a lot easier for me to make shit up. Whereas yeah. what you, you all do on a weekly basis of it, just like, Hey, let's just be funny to each other is the most petrifying <laughs> thing I can imagine doing uh, at a regular cadence. So I, I am, I'm as always very impressed by y'all. Oh, thanks man. We're yeah. so funny at each other. <laughs> That's, it's, it's, you're, you're, it's your comedy exactly is a wrong. contact sport. <laughs> Uh, and and I, I'm lucky enough to play D&D with uh, Rush Howell, who plays Larry Bourbon. But I, it's so wonderful to have a DM who's just like, you say or do something, and they're like, yeah, cool, let's figure this out together. Mm-hmm. Versus I've I've played uh, D&D with DMs where it's like, you say or do something, and they're like, you can't really do that. That's not, yeah. I didn't plan for that, so we cannot do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I think D&D is much more fun when nobody really knows what's going to happen, and you're just sort of finding the most fun story for yourselves together. Absolutely. And sometimes that story involves a 60-minute flashback that, like, never really comes back in any significant way, <laughs> huh. but you're glad you did it. Well, I think Arnie's right that he did learn, because in that first episode, he was just killing left and right. And but also, I, it was just because he failed to lie to people. It's not even like he changed his approach. He was just bad right. at doing it initially. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a character arc. 
It yeah. took me a long time. It was my friendship, though, with Garden Kirk that really turned everything around for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want to advocate for prison reform, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was super fun. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to Shadow City. And I would like to encourage everyone, if you don't already, listen to Dungeons and Daddies. Dungeons I, and Daddies. I am not a big, I don't listen to many uh, don't listen. Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. <laughs> But I, I am sincerely a big fan of Dungeons and Daddies. Well, thank I'm you very a much. Patreon supporter and everything, and I highly recommend Same, yeah. people check it out. Wow, thank you. And, and it, I, it, this would be really weird if it happened, but if you subscribe to our Patreon and have never listened to our show and you started here, I would also highly recommend listening to Hello from the Magic Tavern. Uh, that would be a good move. Because this wasn't the place to start. But uh, <laughs> While we're at it, guys, I'd like to recommend everyone get into podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> It is so cold here. Do you know how to make it less cold? Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, thermostats all over the place, but only one of them is real. What is a thermostat? It controls the temperature. It also gives people a sense of power. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. So how we burn the bones of our enemies to keep our hovel warm. That is what these machines do? Yes. Okay. That's exactly what it's like. Also, I made you a sweater. I always forget that you are a master crocheter. I know you do. And that's what I love about you. That's another reason I love you. You forget stuff about me. So that it's every time I, I, I am introduced to it once again, I am being delighted for the first time. It's like you're meeting me all over again for the first time. That's one of the benefits of being in goblin perimenopause. My memory is starting to go. Oh, yeah. Lucky for me. Well, here's a sweater. I'll, I'll find the right thermoset so that you're not chilly anymore. Okay, thank you. Oh, speaking of which, the episode is over, so I guess I have to do the outro credits. Oh, okay. Crusher was played by Arnie Niekamp. Ma O'Brien was played by Matt Young. Tommy Punches de Plume was played by Adel Refai. The Game Master was Anthony Birch. Check out Anthony's great podcast, Dungeons and Daddies. Shadow City was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adel Refai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. Edited by Sage GC. Shadow City logo by Allard Laban. Shadow City theme music by Sage GC. That's the end of season one of Shadow City. But if you want to hear season two, you're in luck because all of it is already available on the Magic Tavern Patreon. Oh, the Patreon is great. Supporters of the show get ad-free episodes and at least two bonus episodes each month. Here's a clip of the most recent Patreon episode, More Offices and Bosses. And I'll say before you leave, would you like to play on a scenario where you're peer pressured to take drugs and you weasel out of it? Sure. Yeah, we got time for that. I, I got guess. him. Got him. You still got it, Don't Pony. Uh, and Don't Pony's thrilled. Um, so he clearly wants to get through this quickly because he's surprised that you said yes to this. 
So uh, the three of you are given a scenario by Dump Pony. He is going to uh, approach you in school, dressed as like a hip kid with very huge pants, couldn't be wider. Just the biggest pants you've ever seen. And he's gonna try and tempt you with drugs. And he's kind of whispered to you uh, on stage, um, resist these drugs just so we can kind of teach a lesson and, and have this scenario kind of play out. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey. You guys, you guys want some drugs? Hell um, yeah, brother. No, no, thank you. You meant to say it's opposite day here. Yeah, I think that we, although none of us are closing the door entirely on doing drugs in the future, we're not interested in taking drugs today. To hear the rest of that and to learn more about supporting the show, visit patreon.com slash magic tavern. We've run through all of season one of Shadow City, but don't worry, we'll be back with something else special in two weeks time. I've collected all the paper punches in this building. I think we should start using this as currency. Paper punches? Show it to me. Oh, look at you, see? And then you open this up and it's like uh, little bits of paper. And we can throw them at each other. (gasps) They're like tiny, tiny snowballs. Yeah, tiny snowballs. Nerf, no one is looking. Should we lay these on the ground, take off our cloths, and roll around in them? Oh, yes, please. Ah, floor's cold. Why is this building so cold? I don't know. It's freezing in here. It must be the high ceilings. You know what my favorite memory of this building is? What's that? When we found that glowing box of foods inside, and you punched your fist through it and released all the foods. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, I broke my hand in several places. upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fu, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.